two. Okay, we're good. Congratulations. Hello first. Hi, how you guys doing? Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Kawhi Leonard, Marcus All in the city of Toronto. Oh, the Toronto Raptors. Your first championship ever. Congratulations. Genuinely a great achievement. Um from my side of it, it's kind of so looking at it from three I have I have different angles from looking at it. From personally, if I were to lose to a team, I would want it to be I'm very happy it is the Raptors in the sense of it validates a lot of people's careers. Um, Danny Green got a second ring. Serge Ibaka is not viewed as this guy who can't do it in the playoffs anymore. He he got his ring. He validated his career. Marcus Saul cemented himself as an NBA champion. And I'm happy Kawhi. He's just proving it every single year. He's an absolute animal. And if I were to lose to somebody, Nick Nurse, that whole team. Obviously, I don't want to lose. You don't want your team to lose. But if you were to go down to a foe, it would be this one. Um, for the Warriors, it's hard to be completely disappointed in the loss like I was in, say, 2016 when you just got beat by a better team. That like Throughout the series, that in those seven games, can you say that the Cavs... They were you can you can somewhat admit they were better that series. Yes, Draymond got kicked uh, kicked out of a game for when LeBron teabagged him and baited him, but uh, <laughs> but uh, overall I can admit those I think in those seven games overall they were the, they were the better they were the better team, and that's what makes it disapp- that's what made it disappointing. The Raptors were the healthier team. The healthier team won. That's what makes it more disappointing. No, not as disappointing. It's... I'm just happy for how the Warriors completely never folded. There were so many times throughout this year where every other team in the NBA, and we saw it, we've seen it before, would have just went down and folded. Many times in the series, too... It's just like, how many injuries are we going to get? And they kept on fucking coming. They're like cockroaches. They don't die. And even Clay Thompson, the biggest one out of them all, he's still going to be there. He's going to come back 10 months. Give him time. But he's still coming. And talk about a series that even validated Clay. People who don't need. To prove anything anymore. Clay Thompson proved some again. He proved his worth again. And what makes it so hard to be like, without taking away anything from the Raptors, what makes it so difficult for me to be like completely like down for a period of time is that they just, they didn't be, we didn't have Kevin Durant. We didn't have Kevin Durant. And then also Clay Thompson was out. So it's just, it's hard. It's hard to be completely like, oh, you know, they we got our ass kicked. We did get our, we kind of did get our ass kicked, but we were there every single moment of the way. Um, but congratulations to them. 
it's a big the NB the law the championship loss was a big loss. But what was more, even more of a devastating loss are those two injuries for Kevin to snap his Achilles, and I don't want to hear anything about his motivation to play and how it was stupid for him to play and the doctors were wrong and oh like what a waste of like a game it was for him in his career for him to go out and play in the game five hey he's 30 years old he can make his own decisions i don't need these fucking morons coming out and speaking for him every single time oh once he make any move he makes it's like, it's a lose, 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 lose. And he gets injured and now people are like, now people are, are, are quote unquote on his side. Now Katie is finally like loved in the NBA. It's like, dude, you started, you were bashing him every second he had for the, for the last three years. And now he gets injured and now you're like, oh, I love him. Yeah, shut the fuck up. And then the people who are coming out playing doctor. I was talking to somebody last night and like legitimately was telling me how the Warriors are such a better team when Alfonso McKinney is on the court than Kevin Durant. And to tell you, I couldn't think... Like, we were having a discussion after that on the rest of the NBA and on that discussion, on that topic. And to tell you, I couldn't think properly. Like, just to have that mind... Like, how does that even, like, go through your brain? Like, oh, they're so much better. They're so much better with Alfonso McKinney on the court than Kevin Durant. And they should not bring Kevin Durant back. It's like, just, I don't even understand how you one can even think that. The Warriors without Kevin Durant are an A basketball team. They are. I would rate them an A. With Kevin Durant, they're an A++++. Because they have so many. They have every single move in the book. They're like Tyson Fury. He can fight you any way. He's like TJ Dillashaw. You want to wrestle? We can wrestle. You want to fight in a phone booth? We'll fight in a phone booth. You want to go on the ground and play and grapple? Let's go on the ground and grapple. With Kevin Durant, we can play our motion offense. When we're tired, we can go to him on the on the, on the break. I couldn't even think of these points to him in the post. I couldn't even think of these points because I was like, this guy, in my mind, the whole entire, I was like, this guy actually believes in his heart of hearts that their Warriors are better without, they're better without Kevin Durant. And it's just like, these people, like, how do you, and I understand he comes from it from a standpoint, of, he grew up with Stephen Clay, and it's just like, yeah, they've been watching since 2013. No, like 2016. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also had the point how, how the uh, Lakers have a great starting five now. And while the Lakers only have five players on their team, so we're talking with somebody who's, I don't know. Um, but just to, to legitimately think that. Plus, he had a friend next to him who was just like reassuring every single point. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. The Warriors are so much more fun to watch without them. I guess. You want Clay and Steph to be running 100% all the time off their floppy screen series and their 
completely motion-based offense for 82 games a year. That's where you get hurt. And it's so dumb. To, and another point they were making was, oh, why is Kevin Durant playing 30 minutes against Memphis in January? Because uh, he plays basketball in the NBA. What is he supposed to play, 23 games? And play like 20 minutes a game? What the fuck is... People are so... Mainly in California. It is the mindset here. And if you're a new Warriors fan and you haven't struggled one for a second of your life, not even a... If you just watch this new age of NBA, it's so odd. It's so weird to see. Like I have... I'll have discussions with my... With... With... uh, with a lot of my friends, and we will disagree. We will disagree, but I understand where they're coming from. But to say ridiculous things like, oh, Kevin Dur- the Warriors are just better with Kev- without Kevin Durant, it's like, how does that even like enter your brain? It's like, how much Max Kellerman do you watch that you're like, they're just better without Kevin Durant? Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. That's the answer. Take the best player in the world. This is, this is, what, this is what his argument was. All Kevin Durant is, is he can make shots, and he's a good shooter. That's it. They're better. When 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 the Warriors play with him, they just throw it to him in the post, and uh, yeah, that's it. They don't do anything without him. How does that, what? Like, what is, what are you talking about? Do you only get your... Do you only watch basketball through House of Highlights and get your analysis through Instagram comments? Like, I was genuinely, genuinely baffled. And we're both, war- like, I don't really think he's that much of a Warriors fan. Um, But, yeah, just saying shit to say shit. It's just, and I was trying, and I don't even know. How do you even think that? How do you even think like that? And he's like, yeah, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Devin Booker, all these people are better than Kevin Durant. Like, they can do the same exact stuff. It's like, okay, now. That's when I read, that's looking back on it when I was like, you know what? I'm good with this conversation. Like, I can, I can leave. You're just, you're just saying shit to say shit. And you, why, you go on your phone, you're like NBA stats and you read NBA stats and go, you look through all of it and you're like, okay, now I know everything. So dumb. I don't even get it. I don't. I don't even get it. But overall, happy for Kawhi. Happy for Marcus Salt. Happy for Drake. Happy for the city of Toronto. Um, deeply saddened for Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant and this. I don't know how the off the the Warriors are gonna pull pull out of this this season. Maybe they just kind of. I don't know how they're gonna piece it together this off season. Because they're not going to have Clay and they're not going to have KD. No matter what. Because they're going to be injured. And let's see if they even stay on the team. I know Clay is, but Kevin, he can kind of do whatever he wants. And any team right now is going to be is going to offer him the max. Even though he's torn his Achilles. Um, yeah. But what, what a, just what a great, what a great, just such a good sport. Just the entire... That's why you like basketball. Just to see people's valid... Careers get validated in their own... In their own eyes. 
That's all that matters. Social media, all it does is try to devalue and, you know, just, yeah, devalue individuals in total. Steph's bad, Clay's bad, all this stuff, Draymond's a bum. It's just like, dude, none of these guys have anything else to prove to you. Like, did you not just see them win three championships in a row? And now they suck? Like, the narrative around Steph Curry from one game to another is... The amount of, like, Steph Curry is now this. Steph Curry is now that. Steph Curry is now another take. Steph Curry is now another take. Just game to game to game to game to game to quarter to quarter to quarter to quarter. To shot to shot to shot to shot. Like, people's minds. It's like, what Instagram comment can I make now? What Instagram comment can I make now? What Instagram comment can I take now? That's why I don't think these people like Max Kellerman are great for... I think Max Kellerman... First off, the uh, just on Max Kellerman takes, there's nobody in the world I enjoy listening to talk about boxing like Max Kellerman does. An absolute genius. Genius. But when you go... When his take... Like, if you don't understand how these first takes or undisputed works, they have a pregame... They have a pre-show meeting. They write stuff on the board and they pick out their best topics from one to six... And the be- the worst thing they have is they actually have a platform, and people actually, and they make, and people actually think th- this way. Like you, you do you realize you're actually saying stuff that actually people are listening to. I don't get it. I don't get it because they'll make one or two good points, but then point like two through, and then they'll add another point, and add another point, and add another point, and add another. Point, and add another at another point, Ryan Rosillo was talking about it. it's like one through two. Your first two points are like okay, yeah, they're not they're not bad points, but then you start devaluing it by like points three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then you come out and say, oh, Kevin Durant should have done this, and now I'm in a conversation with somebody who's like, yeah, Kevin Durant sucks. He's just a shooter and he doesn't do anything. Hey, have you ever watched him play defense? Have you seen him just completely change in? mid-season into a passer. He was running the Warriors' entire offense for like three months. Just a shooter. He just stands there and shoots. The Warriors suck with him. It's like, they just want... It's... Oh, my God. It doesn't... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't... The... What makes... Bothers me is not... That he... That, like, he... Like, the, the thing... I don't know what... What does bother me about it is though is how people have gotten to the point where that's actually on their mind. Like they are better without the best player in the world. And it's just LeBron. It's a lot of it's LeBron fans. Like the person I was talking to was like a diehard LeBron fan. And can he name the other players on the Lakers right now? No, but he's like, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get Kemba Walker. Maybe CP3 will come to us. It's like, hey, do you realize you know there's a, you know there's like a salary cap, right? Like you're not allowed to just add everybody. He's like, no, 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 no. But you can, you know, like we, we they'll 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 be able to do it. And then I was explaining to him all these protected picks and everything, but he's like, no, 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 no. It's all worth it. Don't worry, don't worry. Kevin Durant sucks. It's all right. Don't worry. Um, but yeah. You're dealing with a different breed of human, I guess. So, 
yeah, I don't understand. But yeah, I'm very happy. I'm a fan of this Warriors team. Um, very, very happy from going from the Gilbert Cheney days, Troy Murphy, Mike Dunleavy, Ike Air France Diagu to what this what the last five years of Oracle have meant genuinely to me and my family and my dad and we and my older brother who's been watching my oldest brother who's been watching for about 18 years and just watching these <clears throat> whoa alright just been watching this team suck and suck and suck and suck getting one year two years of just this glimpse in 2007 2008 2009 and now finally ending off with just a crazy run and the amount it means to me is like eternally grateful for Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Kevin Durant and Andre Iguodala, Bob Myers, Steve Kerr. And it's, I don't think I genuinely, I don't think it's over, but just say for some reason it is. If this is it, if this is all they win, eternally grateful. That's why in my mind, I don't think Steph Curry has anything else to prove. Nor does Clay Thompson, nor does Kevin Durant, nor does Draymond Green, nor does Iguodala or Steve Kerr. But what makes those people great is in their mind, they have something to prove to themselves. And they, they don't prove anything to the outside world. It's all internal. In the coolest moment of my sports life, I don't know why it resonated like me. With me like this. Was when Clay Thompson came back and hit those free throws. It was something that meant. That meant some. That was almost. I'm. You were just saying. Oh you're just saying this to say this. I'm not. When he came back and you heard that roar of the Oracle crowd. Like. That mean that meant something to me. I don't know if it meant something to you, but that's what I want my team to to be like. To risk their bodies in everything, their seasons, their upcoming season to win a game, knowing that those two free throws might put us over and bring us to a game seven, even though I have a torn Achilles or a torn ACL. That my my Achilles might be might snap, but if our eleven points might get extend us to the next game, that's what a true competitor is. And these people who sit at home thinking they can be a basketball coach and all this stuff, and they're like, "Oh, then why aren't you in the NBA?" These people on it, it genuinely doesn't like that stuff really. That's what means. That means so much to me as a fan of this Warriors team. And I was on a similar route. I'm on a similar route with the Warriors in the A's. I would stick through everything with them. Even the like the the Raiders. It's like every single moment means it means a lot to me because I know I'm getting older and it's just. Yeah, sports don't really matter, but for something that was so 
integrated into my life from a young age, watching literally every single Warriors basketball game and every single A's game and every single Raiders game, watching them lose and 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 no hope for any victory. And then finally coming out and winning an NBA championship Or the A's coming out and winning three straight division championships and getting to the playoffs and actually contending and having Derek Carr be this glimpse of hope and just put it together for one year. Come on. For me as an Oakland sports fan, that like that means so much to me. That's why when people say, oh, they're better without Kevin, it's just like, are you, like, you, like, you privileged fuckhead. Are you out of your mind dumb? Like, are you actually dumb? Like, no, not that you're stupid, but like, you actually think that this is the truth? It's like, is society better with, say healthcare wasn't even a thing. Society's better without it. Why? Because people can just do it by themselves and figure it out by themselves. No. It doesn't even make, it doesn't make sense. Like, how do you even go from A to B and put that thought together? It's because of watching it through the eyes of just... Just not even watching it anymore. People don't watch to actually watch it. And I'm not saying I'm a better basketball fan because I watch it and I actually listen to analysis. I'm just like, I'm just trying to get the most. I know I don't know about basketball. But I listen to a lot of people who genuinely understand what is going out going on a, on a basketball court and I read the articles and I go on the ringer and I just listen to Charks and Kevin O'Connor and I take in as much stuff to understand what is the constant throughout all of this all of this talk and then form my opinions from there. Because when it talks about X's and O's, I know X's and O's of football. I really, 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 really understand X's and O's of football to the point where if I talk to a normal individual... I don't, I, it, I can't really, I have to like dumb myself down to like really understand. Cause I studied it for such a long time. For six years, all I cared about was what plays work against a cover three cloud. As basic as that sounds. Just, as just variations upon variations upon variations. I said cover three cloud because that's like the most basic coverage in Madden. But that times a thousand. Every single time spending five hours in community college at Foothill talking to my coach about just zone coverages and how to attack it as a tight end and watching that like hours upon hours upon hours. Because I know for me to have a good opinion on that, on football, I want I have to view it like that. And I want to have a somewhat, till I have my position, in my opinion, obviously I use the eye test and stuff like that. You have to. You're At the end of the day, you're watching sports. But 
for me to have a full formed opinion, I want to understand. I want to read people who view basketball the same way I view football. Not someone who just comes up, yeah, the Warriors are better than Kevin Durant. Oh, James Harden averages 27 points a game, so he's the best player of all time. Like, that's 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 what they say. Russell Westbrook is just better than Seth Curry because he just puts up, he has way more triple doubles, dude. That's what he was saying. Oh, he has so many more triple doubles. What does Kevin Durant do? He just scores the basketball. Russell Westbrook, when he has an open guy in the corner, he just hits him every single time. Hey, have you watched Russell Westbrook one time? Once. Have you watched him one time? I've never seen such a flawed superstar in my life. Great player, yes. And then I brought up this point about how championships validate players. And he's like, oh, so Jeremy Lin's better than James Harden? It's like, no, fuckhead. We are, it's so dumb when people, when people, like, when I brought up that point, it's like we're obviously talking about different levels of players. We're talking about the upper echelon of players. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. The top tier of the NBA. And then in that top tier, there's tiers on that. In in that top tier, there's tiers. And what separates those guys are now rings and what have you done in the playoffs. And then some for someone to say, oh, so Jeremy Lin's just in there because he's won a ring. It's like, all right, now we know who, now I know who I'm talking to. Now I know this person doesn't understand anything about anything about basketball. And is just saying stuff to troll. And you know what? That's what most people do nowadays. But overall, I'm very, 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 very happy with my team. I I, I trust Bob Myers. I genuinely trust him in the next couple of years. To just put this thing together, and I, we have, we have, we have, I think we have a run in us. We have, we're not dead. It's like, oh, Steph Curry's just dead now, and Draymond Green's just dead, and all these players are just never gonna come back again. Like, I would not bet against them. I really would not bet against them. The NBA is obviously, a l- I would say, for the most common fan, maybe a little more interesting. But is there a reason why the Warriors are the most highly rated team in basically American sport right now? It's because they have Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green. That's why. That is why. I'm just so happy that they never folded. You, you, you can beat them. You can beat the Warriors, but they will never quit. They will never quit. And there's some good players out there. Who have quit? A lot. Anthony Joshua, he's quit. That's the thing about Anthony Joshua. Now we saw him in front of our eyes, not want to be there. We've seen LeBron not want to be there. This team will always come full go at your head, and for you to beat them, you need to take their fucking head off. And you know what, Kawhi and Fred Van Vliet. And all the and Nick Nurse did they they for that seven that series even though all of them weren't out there. The head's easier to taken off, to be taken off when you the opponent has a broken arm and a broken leg, 
but you still did it. And I'm going to say congratulations to that team. And I'm happy because you guys know who've been listening. The two teams I watched every, every game of this year, I usually pick an Eastern conference team to watch it through, to watch Eastern conference through. And then my warriors. And that was the Raptors this year. And to see him get validated is just amazing. Amazing. And shout out to Nick nurse too. But Oakland. Now the San Francisco Warriors, huh? Chase Center, come on! <laughs> It'll be fun. Um, this Lakers trade, too. Interesting. Um, it's a lot to give up. A lot of protected picks. I do want to wait to see if any other teams were in the mix. But because to give that many protected picks up in all these provisions on those picks, plus Ingram, Hart, and Lonzo seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot. And they're in a position now with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And who else? You've got Mo, you got Wagner, you got Kuzma, and you got Isaac Bonga. It seems like a situation with this $23 million of cap room and these five players they have right now that genuinely, who can, it seems like a task. Man, that I don't know. Can Pat could Pat Riley put it together? Could Kraus put it together? Could Jerry Colangelo put it together? Could Bob Myers, Jerry West? It seems it's such a tall task. Yeah, they do. Yeah, right here. It confirms right here. Five players they have on the roster right now. It is a big ask, and I don't. If I just don't trust the brain trust. Of the Los Angeles Lakers. To really put this together. It is very difficult. Could they do it? Yes. Under the right people? Yes. Do they have? Have they proven that they these are the right people? No. I really don't think so. Let's see how it goes though. Alright. 30 minutes on basketball? Huh? I haven't talked about sports in so I was trying not to drink the Warriors this whole year. Drinks? That's not a word. All right. So let's end this one here. All right. Thank you for listening. Congratulations again to the uh, Toronto Raptors. Congratulations to Lakers fans, LeBron fans too. Not so much Lakers fans because I have a couple Lakers fans in my life. And I don't think they're that happy about this trade. But congratulations to them. Congratulations to uh, LeBron fans and LeBron James for finally in Rich Paul's and the uh, Los Angeles clutches for getting their player. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's good. Going to be an interesting off season and off season and uh, hopefully Clay and KD get back healthy and to their true forms because to say you don't want to see them again in there and that and. To say you don't want to see them again healthy for the rest of your lives is just we. That's the pinnacle of sports right there. Those two players are fantastic, and you want to see them because we can't take them for granted. And I know, as a fan who has been through the worst of the worst of the worst, those players are just a dime and literally a bajillion of players, one in a thousand that just come through. And you're just like, finally. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Bye. We're going home. If we make it or we don't, we won't be alone. When I see a light shine, I know I'm home. If you're waiting all your life.
When I see your light shine 